Okay, Joseph, it's recess time. Would you like to eat crabs? Yeah, let's go to the open sea. I know a fisherman. <laughs> Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. So I attempted to make shepherd's pie. Ooh, lamb. No, it was beef, actually. Then you cannot call it shepherd's pie, la, isn't it? <laughs> shepherd, take care of sheep, one, my. It is so it was used lamb only can be shepherd's pie. So beef cannot. What would, uh, who takes care of the cow? What would that be called? Uh, uh, coward. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> coward. <laughs> Coward spy That means Tadu telur No sorry Sorry for interrupting <laughs> But what happened uh, With this uh, shepherd spy Did you know how to make this Or you learnt it on YouTube Or how No It was the first time Attempting to make a shepherd spy I was craving it Because my mm. mom used to make it A lot growing okay. up Okay So I asked my sister For the recipe I didn't ask my mom mm. um, But hers felt Like too simple So I also googled Another recipe That I found online And I kind of combined The two Jamie Oliver I think has A, a recipe and a video About shepherd spy So does Gordon Ramsay By the way Oh really Yeah yeah, yeah I, just, I, I don't do, know why right? I watch them I can't, I can't learn <laughs> I, I'm very bad at it But I, I watch it But how did your shepherd spy Turn out It turned out Pretty good Really nice Yeah but it was missing something I feel Um, Later I talked to my mom And she said that I think I put the cheese On a different layer I should have put it in between Like the mashed potatoes And the meat Right I could have put cream also I feel So it's the the minced meat At the bottom And then the You should have put the cream then Yeah I feel so Cream or cheese And and then then the the mashed potatoes potatoes. (laughs) And then on top of that Also put cheese Yeah but what potatoes Mm. Do you use? Or just normal potatoes Holland potatoes Or I don't know Just normal Malaysian potatoes I think You're supposed to use Russet potatoes Ah, I was 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 teasing you To say russet potatoes But you didn't use Russet potatoes I didn't Come on man Want to do shepherd's pie Do properly Lamb never use Russet (laughs) potato never use Why you critique me eh? Do you cook Douglas ever No no, I don't I don't Ah. cook at all No but not about, stop talking about me. <laughs> this is about you cooking. So, it was good. You enjoyed it. When are you cooking next? I don't know. I, I don't know how people do this, honestly, every day. It's so tiring. It takes so many hours. Wow. So, I think maybe next year. La. What, you make <laughs> one shepherd's pie, you need to take holiday already, is it? <laughs> Lucky you don't volunteer in a soup kitchen, man. <laughs> Fly FM. So, I made a shepherd's pie yesterday. Douglas gave me so much flack for it because I used... Beef instead of lamb Yeah and you also Didn't use russet potatoes Tusk Tusk I Just tusk. use normal Malaysian potatoes <laughs> la, Okay you can make Shepherd's pie with anything Anyway we're talking now About Douglas's cooking Yeah Fuller can't even cook Cannot Cannot A lot of people <laughs> say right They go like Douglas you're very multi-talented You know you're so super Multi-talented <laughs> <laughs> Who says this? <laughs> A lot of people I don't know lah They keep telling me this And I always correct them Because <laughs> I'm very humble right I always correct them of I say no uh-huh. I can only do three things actually I can joke I can act you I can, can do music oh. uh, Around there lah Joke talk same thing lah right I cannot dance I cannot draw I cannot cook And not for lack of trying I really did I realised I had to cook myself uh-huh. uh, When I went to study in the UK Because mother not there And then at yeah. that time The the pound was really strong Against the ringgit mm-hmm. uh, So whatever money we got From our scholarship Was not enough Right uh, For me to eat out <laughs> Every day Yeah. And so I was there I tried to In the beginning I still And I struggled against it I went to this really run-down supermarket which sold everything at dirt cheap prices. Right. I found SpaghettiOs. You know SpaghettiOs? What, what are it's SpaghettiOs? A, it's a can of this round loopy pasta in tomato sauce. Right. Uh, and it's a ready-to-eat one. Uh. Right. So I found this SpaghettiOs for 8 
That's like eight cents yeah. a can uh, in the UK. I uh, was so excited. Okay, I don't need to cook anymore. I bought the spaghettios, eight piece spaghettios. I go. You know what it tasted like? What? Pee pee. It was. It was. It tasted so <laughs> bad. Bad. Oh bad no. Stuff, How many cans did you buy? I bought about seven, seven cans. Oh it no. Just did for one, no, one a day lah. Uh, didn't work. So I, I called home. You know, emergency deal lah. Called home. Asked my mom. Uh, okay, I need some recipes. My mother. Ah, uh, now you know lah. <laughs> All these years never appreciate your mother. I said, okay, ma, I understand. This phone call is very expensive. <laughs> Can you give me some recipes? She so gave me some recipes. And uh, where I stayed in Canterbury, the market was very near, and it was a very good market. Wet market. Right. Uh, I could get fish, could get really uh, high quality meat, fresh uh, poultry, and stuff nice. like that. Brought it back. I tried cooking right based on my mom's recipe. Failed, you know. Oh. And, it, and I I spent a lot of time doing it. Really. I was in the kitchen. I was doing all the steps, following bit by bit. And then when I ate it, I was like, "Oh, this is bad, man." <laughs> you <laughs> oh, cannot no. complain because you're comparing it to your mom's cooking. To anyone's cooking was okay. <laughs> like, it was just so bad. It was my my cooking was so horrible. I stopped giving thanks. You know, <laughs> like for us, right? Before we eat, we would yeah. say. Thank you God For the food May you bless the hands That made them I couldn't even tell God Ask God To bless these hands Because I wanted to like Chop these hands off They were so rubbish Oh man Yeah I, I feel like with cooking You either got it Or you don't Like yeah. you, either, you either You can't uh, You can learn to cook But even when you learn to cook It's still like eh. Yeah some people have the instinct Like, yeah. like I've got an instinct To tell jokes So maybe that, That's kind of my instinct But cooking is just not it like, it, yeah. was, it was really laborious It was very hard Hard work. So now how? Do you have a live-in cook now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I married her. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Whoa. sorry. Fly FM. So doctor in Malaysia was arrested for selling fake vaccination certificates to anti-vaxxers. Oh man, did they even check? Maybe he's a fake doctor also. Like Jason Leong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, I got to clarify this. <laughs> Dr. Jason Leong is a real doctor. He's just a bad doctor. So it's good. Uh. No, it's good that he moved on to become a comedian to do something less bad. <laughs> <laughs> his doctor right he's from Trunganu ah. um, as I say he's just arrested and he was selling fake vaccination certificates at 4 to 500 ringgit that's per not, certificate that is not cheap man no it's expensive and you don't even get an updated my sajatra you just get the certificate and people are actually buying these fake vaccination certificates yeah, yeah, where yeah. you can get the real one the Tulin one the authentic one for free all you gotta do guys <laughs> is go and get vaccinated get the jab and you get the certificate for free you can get your mice jatra updated for free what's wrong with people <laughs> I think some people are just like this my friend would talk her way into places after she got the second dose but her mice jatra wasn't updated yet mm-hmm. so you have to be double vaccinated right to go into restaurants correct and stuff uh, like sh- shopping mall they all, if you are not vaccinated cannot go in right? yeah yeah so she got her jab but her mice jatra wasn't updated yet because she was supposed to be in quarantine right still <laughs> go out still go out still go into restaurants and stuff like that she got lucky sometimes other times she just Talk her way into it And try to negotiate Like saying uh, If you get fined Then I'll pay for the fine It's okay Just let me go My family's waiting for me inside So many people Trying to game the system I really don't <laughs> understand why you know, This is a matter of Public health and safety yeah. And this and this doctor also If he's, if he's lied about this mm-hmm. What else is he lying about? 
Mm. Are there like all these women in Trangganu who are actually just fat, but he <laughs> li- but he lied, telling them that they're pregnant? Oh. Can you imagine the amount of trauma that that is going to cause? That they be there waiting for their bundle of joy when all they have is a bundle of fat. <laughs> Fly FM. So this is the headline we're reading, right? Superman, Cinderella, and Minions give Czech Republic children COVID nineteen shots. <laughs> the picture is so weird. No, Superman, I understand, right? Uh-huh. Cinderella, so I can kind of understand. What are Minions doing there? <laughs> you cannot understand anything a Minion says when we have what they sound like, right? Yes, you do. <laughs> Yeah, did that sound like, hey, here's your AZ shot, no, right? <laughs> no, Lars, they were all characters, okay, from, mm. uh, you know, films, comics and fairy tales. So what happened was in Prague, right, in Czech Republic, mm. um, kids aged 5 to 11 were taking their vaccine oh, shots. Oh, the kids are allowed to take vaccines with really, Yeah. Nice. So in order to make it, you know, a little bit more comfortable for the kids, there were a lot of characters from films, comics and fairy tales, uh. like Superman, Cinderella and Minions, and they were there with the kids helping them get their shots calming their nerves and yeah, everything. Yeah, because you yeah. can imagine all the kids be so nervous. You you go in with the hall, there's so many kids there and then there are all these needles coming at you and then yeah. poking your arm. I mean, kids, some kids would probably be crying. Yeah, and it, and there were some mm. kids that were crying still, even with the characters there. Right. But when the characters went up to them and talked to them, they kind of like slowed down a little bit and they, yeah. you know, but Superman is coming to talk to me, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, I think that's, it takes their mind away a bit, assures them, hey, yeah. the superheroes are here helping out. But they got, see, they got Superman. Yeah. They should have gotten Doctor Strange like, at least. What? At least he's a real doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like, have, have superheroes that have the doctor title, like, Doctor Strange. <laughs> doctor Doom, maybe don't. Like. <laughs> a, bit, a bit scary. Doctor Octopus, he can jab eight fellas at the same time. <laughs> that would be very scary, I think. But you see, now, what they were doing here was sending a very strong message to the whole world. Mm-hmm. Not just for the kids, you know. Because they didn't include Batman. Right, why? Because... His species is the one that started COVID, lah, <laughs> Wanita. You read the news. Fly FM. The 17-year-old Malaysian girl is representing the country at an international chess competition in Czech Republic. Way to go, man. This is like yeah. real-life Queen's Gambit. <laughs> yeah. I hope the reporter right, will write a really nice headline, like, you know, Malaysian in Czech Republic to checkmate the Czechs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's actually pretty good. I hope a reporter listens to that and actually does an article with that headline. Her name is Noor Batrisha. She's 17 years old and she's repping Malaysia in Prague currently. She's in the Czech Open International Chess and Games Festival and mm. she started playing chess when she was like just 10 years old. Currently, she's also coaching interested teenagers and children in chess. Do you play chess, Juanita? I do. Oh, actually. are you like competitive? I am competitive but I don't think I can play with these people who are actually competing in chess. Oh, I'm not yeah, of that course, good. Uh, no, like, but, so you're a bit more competitive than just a casual player. Yeah, I would say. So are you the best in your family? Uh, no, I still can't beat my dad in yeah. chess. Yeah. yeah, but I play online like chess.com with uh, online play components. Play online chess? I you're do. such a nerd. <laughs> whoa. Oh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what else do you do in your spare time? <laughs> Trigonometry and statistics, is it? <laughs> what? I, I, I tried to play chess because, you know, when you're young, you try a lot of different things. Yeah. And I thought chess was you not know, pretty cool. It looks like you're intellectual. That My father mm-hmm. tried to teach me. Oh, poor guy. He gave up. <laughs> really? But you're smart, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm very smart. But uh, <laughs> oh God, I shouldn't have said that. I take it back. No, but I think chess is not just about being smart. Chess is about your ability to think ahead, right? To plan ahead, to anticipate what your opponent is going to do. And I couldn't do that. I can't. Apparently, right? They say like in chess, yeah. you got to be able to think three steps ahead. 
Right. I can't even think three steps ahead while taking steps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I just walk and then if I fall, fall lah. What can I do, right? And so there's all these stereotypes about these games, right? Now, like chess is for like the this nerdy, clever, really like full of planning type of people. Yeah. Like checkers, on the other hand, ah, what is more exciting? That's for these uncles in the coffee shop who talk about <laughs> politics. Nah, that's that's checkers. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, musical chess, on the other hand. Yeah. For those politicians, lah, because they're always fighting over seats. Fly FM. No, but Trisha is repping Malaysia in Prague, Czech Republic, when she's playing an international chess competition. Yeah, she's 17 years old. Yeah. I represented Malaysia when I was 14 years old. Fula ma. So you trump no, but Trisha, is that what you're trying to say? No lah. I think she, she's like a proper competitor, I guess. I was just a kid who, you know, was uh, good at a certain sport. Uh, you know Taekwondo? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, this was Yeah. This, <laughs> this was uh, when Korea yeah. wasn't known for K-pop yet. Or I mean, K- I'm sure they had K-pop but it wasn't international. Right. Uh, And so we knew Koreans for Taekwondo. So what happened was that uh, there was a local competition. Uh-huh. Suddenly I find myself, oh my goodness, I'm going to fight a Korean. Everybody thought I'm going to die. <laughs> in Taekwondo? Uh? Yeah, in Taekwondo, you're going to fight a Korean. You're going to get slaughtered because that's where Taekwondo came from, right? <laughs> yeah. I beat the guy. Wow, really? Yeah, it turns out I think he was more into K-pop than Taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't very good at right. fighting, right? I beat him. So everybody thought, oh my goodness, Douglas Lim beat a Korean. He should join the national team and be like and represent Malaysia in Taekwondo. So next thing you know, right? Yeah. I'm in the national team, national uh-huh. junior team. Lah, and we go to Colorado in, in the US uh-huh. for the, the US Open uh, Taekwondo Championships. Yeah. We go there with the Malaysian team and it's snowing. It was so exciting for us. We've never seen snow Uh, this was the first time wow. And so While all the other teams yeah. Were indoor You know Keeping warm Malaysian team Like champion Outside in the snow Running <laughs> People like like Rocky You know Like oh, yeah, ten, wow, ten, wow. Ten, 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 We were all jogging Actually we're having A good time <laughs> we're just going, It's so cool There's snow falling And it's not Genting Islands It's the opposite for us right? When we <laughs> see like Westerners jogging here In the hot sun We'll, let, we'll be like Look yeah, it's crazy, crazy for us for <laughs> Mad You're going to get sunstroke You're going to die <laughs> We'll be in the shade there right? So we were in US There doing all this training And then And when it was time to fight, yeah. oh, I was I was properly beaten. <laughs> First round. Oh no! First round, I fought this guy from Denmark. Ah, uh-huh. uh, yeah, he was beating me every kick, every punch. <laughs> I think even my coach started cheering for him. You <laughs> <laughs> can't fight the Danish man. I was like, just just beat this guy, <laughs> you know, end the misery for all of us. And I hurt my leg quite badly. Oh no! Uh, a few times, I think he kicked. Uh, he was supposed to kick my leg, but because you know, you're, when you're fighting, you know, you. Can You get, you get too close yeah. uh, So there were a few low blows Injured my legs I was hobbling I was there like Very sad like Limping limping Like karate kid like that, You know Very sad <laughs> But there was no Mr. Miyagi To save me Three days later The yeah. whole team We got a surprise Because the chef The mission was like Okay Since you guys did Not not badly yeah. uh, We are going to go To Disneyland Wow Monita I arrived Disneyland A miracle happened What? My leg healed completely <laughs> <laughs> You experienced Some of the Disney magic Yeah, right? Maybe man <laughs> Fly FM. So the Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency rescues Filipino teachers after their ship drifts into Malaysian waters. Teachers on a ship? Yeah, uh, cikgu. What? Okay, <laughs> what do you call uh-huh. a ship with teachers? 
What? Scholarship. <laughs> okay. What do you call this boat when it goes into uncharted waters? What? Kelam kabut. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Please continue with this weird story. Right, so the MMEA, as I mentioned, Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency, mm. they have different zones, right? So yeah. the Sandakan zone um, found these Filipino nationals, 13 men and two women. They were all on a boat and most of them were teaching staff of a polytechnic college. And they were what stranded? They yeah, that they their boat just drifted into Malaysian waters. Like I think it wasn't working or whatever right. their boat, so they were just going with oh, the current. How scary is that? Yeah, but they were fortunate enough that the people on the island were catching crabs, <laughs> and then they found them. They supplied them with food and alerted the, the authorities. The story gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were not rescued. They were spotted by people who were catching crabs. Yes, and these people who were catching crabs helped them and alerted the authorities. Correct. Why aren't the crabs crying double standards here? The crab- <laughs> Like, oh, Filipino come, you rescue all, but me, you catch all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the rescue teachers were brought to Sandakan. They did like a COVID 19 screening oh, yeah, on yeah. all of them, found that they were negative, and then they were provided accommodation and food as well as other necessities. While they made arrangements to send them back to the Philippines safely. This whole thing about teachers being on a ship is just—it's just so weird <laughs> to listen to. It's like for me, I'm thinking, what could warrant a situation like this? Like how? Long are recess times in the Philippines where the teachers can take such a long lunch break. If you're like, uh, okay, Joseph, <laughs> I'm so sorry for the bad accent. Yeah, you're not okay. sorry at all. <laughs> okay, Joseph, it's <laughs> okay, Joseph, it's recess time. Would you like to eat crabs? Yeah, let's go to the open sea. I know a fisherman. <laughs> Fly FM. So 15 Filipino teachers were stuck on a boat and had to be rescued, which is why we're asking you: Have you ever been stuck anywhere before, Billy? If it isn't our favorite caller, yes, I have. Oh, ah, uh, so this was when I was a kid, uh-huh. and I was at a playground with my sisters and my cousins. All right. And you know, I were kids, no supervision. Everyone's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. First of all, okay, uh, kids in a playground with no supervision is a bad idea. Yes. Yeah, because you got bad people around. You know, you don't know what can happen, and even you can get hurt on the on the the toys. You know, on the yeah, on the anything can happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I'm very. I was a curious kid. Most of my thoughts were like. Can my head fit into that? That's most of what my brain Stop. was thinking. Really, most of your thoughts was, can my head fit into yeah. that? So you would look yeah. for lobangs, is it? Yes, yes. <sighs> Why do kids do this? <laughs> what did you stick your head into okay, at this playground? The, the playground got the the mean. I call it the castle, the one with the slides. You have to climb up, and then the the structure, like the walls, I guess. Uh, yeah, the wall is looks like a like a like a jail cell. You know, got like lines. It's got bars, yes. Yeah, oh bars, no. Yes. So I'm like, oh, can my <laughs> my head fit into that? Yeah, it can. But then the next question is, how do I get out? Uh, <laughs> so what did the fire? Did the fireman come and rescue you? No, 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 no. You were too scared to tell uh, adults. So the oldest one lah, who was like ten, my cousin mm. was tried to be the hero lah. Like so, they tried to like you know squeeze the bars. Cannot. Yeah. They tried to they tried to contort my body in all sorts of ways. Yeah. Cannot. Um, they they thought about leaving me. But I, I, you know, that one cannot lah. So, <laughs> so uh, the oldest one runs quickly back to the house. 
and then he comes back like 10 minutes later I'm crying I thought he was gonna grab like tools and like a, a hammer or uh-huh. like a like a screwdriver uh-huh. no this fellow came with like mar- a tub of margarine Oh, Marjorie. what? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I know. How, I think I know how slippery? Yeah, he made a sandwich and then he, no, no, no. He <laughs> the Marjorie. <laughs> he looped up my neck and the and the playground structure, uh-huh. and it worked. Wow. Yeah, I got out. Oh, it was, he was like a genius. And not only did the margarine work, it got my head out. It also made my neck area very moist and supple. Yeah, I kind of sometimes if I don't if I don't have lotion, I use margarine sometimes. Uh, no, do not do this. Oh, come on! You know what? All the K-pop fans will say after hearing this story, right? What? Stupid fella used margarine. We all know the best is butter. <laughs> English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Oh, all of you look so beautiful. Cuties, huh? All right. The word of the day is rescue. It means an act of saving or being saved from danger or difficulty. Now, as you know, you are meant to create a sentence using the word rescue. Katija. During the flood, my father joined the rescue effort. Yes, very good. Wonderful father you have as well. All right, Ladu, create a sentence using the word rescue. Hi, already the child watching this show, right? The most stupid scene I saw this fellow's girlfriend. He kidnapped put on a plane, no. So he went, he ran, he went upside the, the building all. Then he jumped from the building. He reached the plane from jumping. He hit the plane, he punched the window, went inside, took the cutlery. And then okay, okay, the okay. Oh, Ladu. Okay, just create a sentence using the word rescue, please. That was the most unrealistic rescue scene in the world. Yes, very good. Okay, Asing, create a sentence using the word rescue. Go. That day I play Scrabble or so unlucky, you know. I start with just one A, one E, and the rescue. Oh, Asing, just get out. Fly FM. So an album made entirely of endangered bird sounds beat Taylor Swift on a top 50 chart. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about this. Uh, the hit single was "What Does the Bird Say?" <laughs> <laughs> was the album going cheap? Oh my god! You just shut up for a while. <laughs> this is <laughs> a song of disappearance. Is called. You see? I thought it'd be a remix, at least like a techno thing in it, but it's not. It's just birds. <laughs> and it and it beat Taylor Swift in the charts. Yeah, man, it beat Taylor Swift in the charts. Okay, so the album right is called Songs of Disappearance, and it's literally like there's literally just calls from endangered Australian birds. Last month it went to number three, and that's why it beat uh, Taylor Swift on the charts. To raise awareness and proceeds from the album will go directly to benefit BirdLife Australia, um, and they found that one in six Australian bird species are now threatened, which is why the album has fifty three endangered bird sounds. <laughs> Crazy. I know this is a serious issue, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> la. So weird. So what does the chart in Australia look like now? Uh, it's Adele, Ed Sheeran, and Boots. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's going to happen, right? Because what? this album is going to be so successful. Yeah. A lot of artists are going to want to do collaborations with these birds in the future. <laughs> like, I think they should have Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Oh, they have uh, Owl City as nice. well. Nice, oh. well done. Eagles. Eagles so can join them. <laughs> right, right, right. Or Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing puns, is it? Okay, uh. then Justin Burbert. <laughs> Fly FM. So this US surgeon successfully implanted a pig heart in a human. 
Wow Amazing right yeah, First of all Congratulations to the surgeon Yeah That means that now You can not only Eat like a pig Sweat like a pig You can also love Like a pig Oh my gosh mm. What on earth <laughs> Okay So here's the story They've successfully Implanted the heart From a genetically Modified pig Not a normal pig Yeah okay, okay. Genetically modified pig Into a 57 year old man Which is a first Yeah in medicine But this could one day Solve the chronic shortage Of organ donation no, because I also it. heard actually uh, mm-hmm. parts of the pig's heart is used for like stems one you know in the human heart like oh, to really? replace to replace certain like valves or something like that lah yeah. like, a, a pig's heart is used to to do that so now but now they're saying the whole heart lah yeah. he transplanted the modified pig's heart into a human and it works yes, and it worked so his name is David Bennett he's mm-hmm. now recovering and being carefully monitored uh, to determine how the new organ performs but I hope it does well oh, oh. yeah so the doctor's name is Mohammad Moyudin he he's the one Do- so the doctor's name is what? Mohammad Mohyudin. The doctor's Mohyudin, name yeah, is correct. Mohammad. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that was left field. I I, <laughs> I didn't expect that at especially all. Especially right. with with the topic like this. Yeah. So he co-founded the university's cardiac program and added that the surgery is the culmination of years of research involving pig to baboon transplant with survival oh. times that exceeded nine months. Wow. Mm. You know, I I first of all congratulations, Doctor um, Muhammad. I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. I hope you will move on after this from pig's heart yeah. to maybe other things like crocodile tears because they be a high demand in Malaysia uh, for crocodile tears but, okay, okay, I thought you jo- were going to be serious no, no, oh, uh, why? Yeah, yeah. I will be serious jokes aside on a serious note this story has reminded me that I should also go and get my medical checkup. up I check my BP check my heart right see if you have one is it Oh, huh. I do have a heart Juanita but since working with you I have suffered a few heart attacks that's why I need to check this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM